Amen. 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 We we thank God. We we have a very tight schedule tonight. Sorry for being late. I had an emergency, and uh, some intercession. I had to just deal with it before during the session. Hopefully next week we'll be embarking end of year first start on the 28th to the 10th year 6 a.m to 6 p.m 28 there will be four sessions for 28 29th 5 a.m to 6 a.m 12 to 1 5 to 6 then our usual evening session, same as the 29th. For the 30th, we would have the command your, your day, that is a 5 to 6 a.m. session. Then the noon, the traveling hour would coincide with our end of year prayer retreat. So we would have the sessions streamed live from the crowns. I've been announcing for some few days that there's an opportunity for us to meet once again, lifting up our holy hands and crying out to God. It's our end of year retreat. It's going to be intense hours of prayer, intense hour of worship, same as prophecies. It was something that I used to do some years ago. I remember even when I was in Kumasi, I would come to Accra and on the every takeoff, but the God's people, and we would lift up our hands and cry out to God. Then by the message of God, I will make known to them the mind of God concerning the year. The mind of God concerning the year. So there was an opportunity which was presented by one of our brothers and I felt that at least as part of my end of year goals was just to pick some few of us that would just go and hide somewhere and spend some time in prayer. But when I know God has been using him to align most of the things that we do so when you brought it up, I said, hey, I've even forgotten about this program. So let's revisit it and see what God would do. So the team for our three days first 
is hear my cry, O God. Hear my cry, O God. Psalm 61, verse 1. And uh, the focus for these three days first is just to come out or to leave everything that pertains to negativity that has been following us, things that has been chasing us, things that keeps on reoccurring in our lives for years. We want to leave everything in 2023 and journey into 2024 without any of these negative loads. So we will be crying out to God. The things that keeps on repeating itself, the challenges that you are currently experiencing that you are you you are you, you don't want to take them to 2024 this 3 days program is not for everybody it is for only those who feels that this time something has to happen i just want people i guess desperate for a change i'm not interested in in, in everybody those who are just desperate for a change that I cannot enter 2024 with this lifestyle. I cannot enter 2024 with this singleness, this joblessness, things that we are trusting God for. I cannot enter 2024 with these negative occurrences in my life. So this program has been tailored in such a way that the first day, the second day, and the third day, God will surely hear our cry and God will visit us in a supernatural way. I repeat, on the on the Saturday, uh, yesterday, for some time now, the venue, I even told you we're going to have it at uh, St. Luke's at uh, the question man. But God, being so miraculous, something happened today. We would uh, the venue has, has changed once again. This time we are going to have it at Ligon, where we had our TPN convention. We'll be using one of the smaller auditoriums for this program. Surprisingly, I it just occurred to me that we should try. I, I called the administrators. So apostle, somebody just came to cancel the booking. We are even here. I said, wow, this one, it can only be God. So on the 10th of, of this month, um, that will be our end of year retreat. We start at 9 o'clock a.m. and we end at 6 p.m. We start at 9 a.m. and end at 6 p.m. It's going to be very intense prayers, very intense worship, very intense prophecies. And the prophecies are prophecies that are tailored on 2024, the things that would happen only in the lives of God's people in 2024. Those of you that have attended my end of year meetings before, basically it was something that we're doing with ease. So let's take note and see what God will do. And as I said, this program is not being funded by the network is fully being funded by myself today by the grace of god i've been able to sort out the venue for the program all the other things that we need 
is also in place. So I I just want God's people to just come and see the face of God. Just come and pray. Um, I've I've had a lot of requests from our brothers and sisters outside. Um, I, I would, God willing, tomorrow have a meeting with the technical team that we'll see what we can do for our brothers and sisters outside, what we can do for them. So please take note and also start praying into it. This program, as I said, it is not for everybody. It is for only those who feels that uh, God has to move now, now, now. God has to move now. So take note, same place we had our last TPN convention. This time we are going to use a venue that our young ones use during the convention. So that is it. God has been very good to us. God has been very good to us. I will be able to secure this venue it's a miracle. I'm telling you, it's 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 a miracle. I spoke to Sami, who is the brain behind this whole program, earlier in the morning, and we had even agreed on the question. I was just so many uh, my own business, and just okay to me call them, call them. Initially, when it comes to some of these things, I I I asked Paul to handle the people but i felt like calling the guy and miraculously god made a way so you can if you know any friend if you know any family member that's that wants an atmosphere of prayer it is just prayer we are not going to do those diplomatic stuff it's just going to be prayer and it's going to be a session i'm going to handle myself I'm going to handle all the hours myself. It's something I do every year. I think when TPN came into the system, then I think it just disrupted it. But we are trusting God. And next year, it will even be bigger. We would, we would package it very, very well. So that is the announcement. Tonight, we are still on the demonic system for some two days. I have been focusing on what do you call it? Um, some of the mandates of this demonic system. The first thing made you aware that this demonic system, what they do is what they enforce, what we call condemnation. Their mandate is just to pass judgments and condemn people. The second thing I made you aware. That these demonic systems, one other mandate is to destroy John 10 10. The Bible says he came to kill, to destroy, and to destroy. But Christ came to give us life and to give us an abundant life. And the third thing we learned that day that these uh, is a, a core system with another mandate. And that mandate is towards enforce bondages, enforce the captivities of people. And we, and by the grace of God, we lifted up holy hands. We cried out to God for help and God intervened. The fourth thing that we dealt, that we are still dealing with this demonic system is that they enforce what we call, they promote trade. They promote trade. 
and I think aware that when it comes to trade, it is based on the trading flows. I think aware that there are four trading flows. We have the terrestrial trading flow, which is being managed by the witchcraft, the witchcraft entities. We have the marine trading flow. We have the water, what do you call it, the air trading flow. Then I and then we have the fire trading flow. So the fire trading flow is the highest form of the trading flow. With the um, the terrestrial or the witchcraft trading flow, most of the things they deal with in, uh, are modern things. It's basically more of buying and selling, transaction, butter trading. That's basically most of the things they do within the witchcraft trading flow. So if you want a typical example of a witchcraft trading flow, just pick the settings of a very local market, a very local market like, say, the Abolution market. Good. How the Abolution market is, that's a very typical example of the witchcraft trading flow. Most of the things there are not replicated. Everybody can just take anything, go there, and sell whatever you want to sell. Doesn't care whether the product is of a higher value or not. That is how it is. I'm trusting that God will grant some of I know most of you you have been there before in your dreams, but I am trusting God that God will give you the grace to go there in one of these days in your prayers. And on that 30th, I am trusting God to release a certain camera. And 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 this camera, the last time God released in a meeting was seven years ago, and there is a possibility that this season to God will, will release that camera. It's just an access, it's just a portal. So God can take somebody to the witchcraft trading floor, and whatever is happening in that trading floor, the person will carry. God can take someone to the marine kingdom, whatever is happening, the person is sharing. God can take somebody to heaven, and whatever the person is seeing, the person will be sharing. I am trusting God for that experience on the 30th of our, our prayer retreat on the 30th of December. So with the, with the marine trading flow, most of the things that are done are highly regulated. So if you want an example of the marine trading flow, let's say go to um these poles just let's use Accra Mall as a marine trading flow most of the things in Accra Mall you go they are well labeled there's need and stuff this is that is how the trading system in the marine kingdom uh when may ask so in the marine kingdom what and what do they trade the marine kingdom whereas the witchcraft kingdom the witchcraft realm the trading flows in the witchcraft realm is basically about the glory of people. It's about the human parts of people. It's about the souls of people. When you go to the marine kingdom, their focus is not on these things. Their focus, their focus is to win more souls for Satan. So anything that they can introduce into the X space that will cause people to lose their their, their sensitivity, that will cause people to lose their desire for the things of god so most of the things that are introduced from the witch, the marine kingdom are seductive things things that takes god's people away from christ when we ask what happens at the air the air market 
this is a place for sicknesses and this is a rem uh, is a true flow whereby sicknesses are deployed into the internet the lord god has been very very gracious to this network anything that has to do with a pandemic anything that has to do with a health related disorder it is from that realm that they are released so if you're a student of spirituality if you want to see the the health related conditions that will be released upon this airspace all what you have to do is just zoom your lenses to things that pertain to that realm so you realize that oh they said there is outbreak of person coaching in china let's say in kosovo before you realize those of us at the headlines we have all become victims how was the sickness able to travel all these house to get to us eh, it will push through the air so that is how sicknesses and calamities come into this world it's all based on transactions so right now let's say if you have money if you have money um um uh, can we all please mute i'm having a lot of feedback can we all please mute? let's mute and enjoy this uh, position on the trading floors so right now if you have money and you want to even buy sickness for let's say accra you can do your negotiation then you will go and buy the sickness you give them the date and the time and everything and they will release it upon the city of Accra. when it comes to the airm that trading flow the sicknesses that are this release it's not for a person if you want where you can get one uh, let's say a health related condition to buy then i think you have to go to the woodcraft realm you cannot get it at the marine you cannot get it from the air realm the highest form of of trade is what we call the fire so within the marine it is also based on transaction buying and selling give them money then they give whatever you want the same way as the air realm but when it comes to the fire realm the fire trading flow from that trading flow they they don't deal with physical it's all about commerce it's not like the forest trading so let's say somebody like uh who's even online uh somebody like patrick would just go to the to the the uh, the trading floor in the fire realm and says okay i am buying uh, i am buying this calamity for you deduct an x amount of money from my accounts and this is ms address before patrick will finish talking the transaction had already taken place and most of the things god does for his people anytime god re releases certain ways and there's a certain manifestation is most often oppressed from that dimension of from that frequency of spiritual authority so this is i think i've done an extensive teaching on the trading flow some two three years ago right good so that is it so today we will be focusing on certain biblical references certain characters in the bible 
that became victims of these trading flows. We are focusing on the verdicts based on transaction. Yuma, can you please take me to Genesis chapter 17? Genesis chapter 37, 17 to 20. Because of time, just summarize the, the, the scripture, then we'll move to certain few things that God would want us to do to, tonight. I want us to spend some quality time in prayer. Genesis chapter 37, 17, 20. That is the first dimension of what we call a verdict, a transactional verdict. When you read that story, we all know what happened to Joseph. Because of the, his destiny, the destiny of one's life, the brothers became envious of him and they decided to kill him. They decided to kill him. But later, so it was a verdict, a decision by all the other brothers that let us end the life of this dreamer. So the first thing they did was, okay, let's put him in this pit. But later, they, they changed the verdict. They changed the verdict into a transactional verdict. Let us sell him to these other people. Let us sell him to these other people. So Joseph became a victim of a transactional verdict. Joseph was not sold by the enemy. Joseph was sold by people that he was sacrificing for. When the father sent him, Joseph had every right to say he wouldn't go. In fact, when he went to where he was expecting the brothers to be, and the brothers were not there, ideally, Joseph had just turned, returned back to the house and tell the father what had happened. The father had a lot of servants that he could have sent them. But because of the love that he felt that for his brothers, so he would just journey. He would take the risk and, and send the food to the brothers. What makes Joseph's Joseph story is that after they push him into the pit, the food that he brought, the food that he sacrificed were the food that people were eating. The transaction was not done by an enemy. The transaction was done by members of his own household. No wonder in Matthew chapter 10, verse 36, Jesus warned us that a man's enemy are members of his own household. A man's enemy. People that you felt that you are sacrificing for. So it could be your workplace. It could be people that you may love. Whilst you are thinking about something that will add value to your life, then they too are conspiring with others just to bring you down. David became a victim of this technology. That in Psalm 41, verse 9, David became a victim of what Joseph experienced. He says, My own familiar friend in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, had lifted up his heel against me. It wasn't an enemy that rose up against 
David. It was somebody he called his own. This life is a mystery. This life is a mystery. Our first prayer point tonight, as it stands now, at least we know what happened to Joseph. He became a victim of a transactional verdict. We know what happened to something. He became a victim of a transactional verdict. Tonight, I want you to anoint your head if you have your oil. And I want you to place your right hand on your head. I would rather would want to fall into the hands of my enemy. I would rather would want to be a victim of a transaction edit of an enemy than the people I call my own. A man's enemy. Are members of his own household. I want you to place your right hand on your head. And I want you to anoint yourself to cry out to God tonight. We are going to pray a prayer of divine intervention. To cry out to God that any verdict that is being enforced against our lives by members of our own bloodline. May God arise and intervene. This is our prayer. This is a very short prayer. It could be members of your, it could be a parent, it could be a sibling, it could be your colleagues, people you sacrifice for. These are the people that are after your life. I want you to place your right hand on your head. Let's take this prayer point and pray and pray very well. Oh Lord, by your mercies, intervene now in any verdict that is being enforced against my life by members of my bloodline in the name of Jesus. You are lifting up your voice and you are declaring by the word of the Lord that, oh Lord, by your mercies tonight, intervene now in any verdict that is being enforced against my soul by members of my bloodline in the name of Jesus. And David said, the people that he fed, uh, the people he called his own, uh, they were the ones that after him, they were the ones that passed a certain verdict against him. Tonight, I want to lift right and cry out to God. Now, oh Lord, by your mercies tonight, uh, intervene uh, in any verdict uh, that is being enforced uh, against my life. Uh, intervene. Uh, 
in any verdict uh, that is being forced uh, against anyone, oh God, uh, that is of interest to me, uh, my members uh, of my own bloodline, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, can you lift up your voice uh, and begin to pray? Can you lift up your voice uh, and begin to pray? Declare by the word of the Lord, the O oh Lord, by your mercies, uh, intervene now in any verdict uh, that is being enforced, uh, oh Lord. By your mercies, intervene now in any verdict that is being enforced against my life, against my children, verdict of death, verdict of honor, disappointment, verdict of favor. Tonight we stand on the front of the world and we cry out, we cry out by your mercies, intervene, 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 intervene. Can you lift up the voice? Can you lift up the voice? Can you lift up the voice? Can Against our lives, against this effort, my members so called of our own household, my members so called of our lives, by your messes, intervene tonight, by your messes, intervene tonight, by your messes, intervene tonight, by your messes, intervene in the name of Jesus, that will lift up the fall. Can you lift up your voice and begin to pray? Can you lift up your voice and begin to pray?
of a transactional verdict. That is why certain things are happening in your life. Tonight, I want you to still place your right hand on your head. There will be a while. You are talking two Ghana cities. We were summoned to a court. Not by outsiders, people from within. And they saw, oh, now this girl has, has finished school. Now very soon, she will start bluffing over us. Let us petition the court. And let us transact. Let us transact. Let's say her love life just for five guarantees. A dreamer. Somebody who had the keys to save wealth was not being sold. Joseph became a victim. Mama, do you know the transaction upon your child? When your child, when you confided with, with family members, when you went for the funeral and they asked how your children were faring, you told them what you told them wasn't a lie. What you told them was the truth. So you can see that your child is progressing in some aspects of their life. But the other areas of the life of your child, there is a transactional verdict. Do you know why transaction verdicts are very common in the in the spiritual courts? Anything that has to do <coughs> with the court system is based on laws. And when it comes to covings, or the various realms, they are all governed by laws. So, the brothers of Joseph had wanted to kill him. But later they said, no, if we kill him, his blood will be upon us. Which means within their setup, they were against the killing. So let us do something that will not create problems for us. Let us sell him. So you can be, you can belong to a certain, or your family could belong to a certain witchcraft COVID. And pedal COVID, pedal rules, they don't kill. They don't destroy. So if they want to destroy you, what they have to do is they have to petition a jurisdictional court that, oh, Kokwisan said it's my own daughter, it's my own son. I have placed a price upon him. I can see the glory of my elo. I have decided to place a certain price. Anybody that is willing to pay this X amount of money to the court, can take my son, can take my daughter. And you know why they love using this technology? It becomes very difficult for you to trace. 
it becomes very difficult for you to trace the source of the attack. So when they went to the father, they knew the whole, the blood of our brother was not with us. I want you to place your right hand on your head. You know, the reason why the glory is not manifesting is not because of a certain transactional verdict. I have been to a lot of these demonic courts. And at times, you can, it's, it's, it, you can't even understand. They can sell a whole destiny. Let's say when you bring it to our, our kingdom, our, 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 our money, it, it could even be less than one than this. The whole destiny of a family. I want you to place your right hand on your head. For now, you might not know that the, the verdict that has passed upon you. And these transactions, too, it always comes with a time, an execution date. So the mere fact that yours hasn't manifested does not mean that you are not a victim. Place your right hand on your head. If you don't have oil, just use water. Cry out to God that he shall rise and save you from every transactional verdict that has been enforced upon you, that has been enforced upon your child by members of your bloodline. But crying out to God that, oh Lord, arise and save me. Father, arise and save my husband. Father, arise and save my wife. Father, arise and save my children. Father, arise and save my grandchildren. Be specific with these prayers. Then cry out to God that any verdict that has been enforced upon your soul, upon your spirit, upon your body, by members of your bloodline, may God arise. Any transactional verdict that has been enforced upon your life, any transactional verdict that has been enforced upon the lives of your ones, may God arise. May God arise. Save us now. May God arise and save us now. Lift up your voice and declare by the word of the Lord that, oh Lord, arise and save us from every transactional verdict being enforced, oh God, upon us by members of our bloodline, by members of our household, by members of our Every evil that has been enforced upon my soul. Can you lift up the heart? Can you lift up the heart?
Can you lift up your voice? Can you lift up your voice? And begin to pray. Declare by the word of the Lord. Declare by the word of the Lord. Lift up the voice. Declare, oh Lord, arise and send me. Arise and send my parents. Arise and send me. Any transactional verdict upon your soul, any transactional verdict upon your spirit, transactional verdict on your body. I pray for your loved ones. As the Lord God arises and rescues us, with that same grace that located us, locate our loved ones in the name of Jesus. 
can we go to Ruth chapter 4, verse 1 to, I think, 9 or 11? 11. 11. I think 11 will do. Chapter 4, verses 1 to 11. When you read, when you read the story of Ruth, teaches us a lot, of a lot of lessons that somebody's fate, somebody's properties were determined I, a castle were determined by a verdict. And after the decision has been made, a transaction was enforced upon the verdict. And Ruth, when you read Ruth of Ruth, the verdict was passed by elders who were operating as the gatekeepers. Somebody, Ruth, Naomi was selling his own property. Something that was legally his. Now a team has sat, elders have sat, and they have decided who was going to buy and what they were going to take in addition after the sales. And that is when you hear some of these things, The only thing that comes to your mind that this thing it can only happen in the days of old as i speak to you one of our sisters has become a victim of what happened in root chapter four this is one to eleven When a property, their own father left for them, has been determined by a council, and certain transactions has taken place. Therefore, they have become victims. And if God doesn't intervene, a place they called home for more than 20 years, they are going to lose it. What transaction has been enforced against you by the gatekeepers of your community? So he started that shop 
it is people that will decide that as for this woman, her food is not nice. As for this woman, her things are expensive. You step out of your home every day to work. People within the community will sit and pass a certain judgment against you. And right now we have we have found ourselves in a dispensation whereby issues of morality is losing its break. So at times within a community, people can just sit and decide that, oh, as for this young lady, or as for this young man, I will go and do this and that to the person. And they can even bet. Bet that, oh, this brother will fall. Bet that this sister will fall. We are in the dispensation that when you begin to excel at your corporate world, colleagues can just sit and decide that let us deploy somebody. Let us determine the fate of this person. So in some organizations, though there are later rules, even when it comes to promotions, these rules in most cases are non-existent. It is elders, bosses that decides the fate of people within an organization. I want you to place your right hand on your head. I have seen wickedness. I have seen wickedness. So you can be a lady, you, you, have, you have moved to, relocated to a new place. Somebody operating with an evil spirit can pass a judgment. This lady, where she has moved to, no, no brother should ever come to her house. And that transactional verdict is workable. I want you to place your right hand on your head. Naomi wasn't there. She wasn't there. As a Ruth, there, she was finding her own business somewhere. But people were deciding their fate. Some of you have certain properties somewhere. Trusting God to complete those properties. People are the attack. They are deciding whether you will even complete that, pro that project or not. But tonight I pray for you in the name of Jesus. May whatever you have started, may the finishing grace of God come upon your soul. If you are trusting God for financial opportunities, may financial doors open for you in the name of Jesus. Uh, let us pray tonight. Let us pray. I want you to place your right hand on your head. Do you even know that how you, you carry yourself, how you talk, how you dress is enough to cause those within your surroundings 
meet. Oh, bad bang. These are the elders. When did you come? When did you start working? Oh, bad bang. Oh, you have a frown, bang. Oh, bad And they think your destinies are in their hands. Please, I want you to place your right hand on your head. All the prayers you are praying tonight are personal prayers. So I want us to personalize it more. Place your right hand on your head. You went to that family to marry you, but elders from that family sat. They did not reject you physically, but they sat and a certain verdict was passed. Oh, mommy, we have a titty, no, no, this is a normal call. Papa, we have a bonnet for more, no, I'm sorry, so I'm worried. Uh, they determine how far you go in life. They are in your communities, they are at your workplaces, they are the markets. Everywhere you go, they are there. They determine the next stage of your life. That is why I'm pleading with every child of God to place your right hand on their head. I should take this prayer wait. Father, tonight we stand on the authority of your word. As we decree, O oh Lord, by your power, let any transactional verdict be enforced upon us, O oh Lord, by the gatekeepers of our communities be reversed now in the name of jesus you are just lifting up your voice and you are just declaring by the word of god the father we stand on the authority of your word and we declare oh god by your power let any transactional verdict that is being enforced oh god upon us by the gatekeepers of our communities by the gatekeepers oh god of our various offices by the gatekeepers oh god of our hometowns are they reverse now they reverse now they reverse now in the name of jesus you are standing out on the authority of the word of god and you are declaring that oh lord by your power let any transaction verdict that is being enforced against the ways of my hand that is being enforced against my love life that is being enforced against the manifestation no god of my testimonies are be reversed now be reversed now be reversed now by the gatekeepers of my community by the gatekeepers of my hometown by the gatekeepers of the members of my bloodline by the gatekeepers of the bloodline of my partner oh lord arise and reverse arise and reverse every transactional verdict that is being enforced upon our souls arise and reverse every time and such a that is been enforced upon our spirit, that is been enforced upon our bodies, that is been enforced upon our children. Can you lift up your voice and declare that, oh Lord, 
in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The scripture. One second. How come the elders did not sit anywhere within the community and at the gates? I've already made you aware. The gatekeepers have the mandate to determine what enters or what exit a gate. So if you're in within the community, how far you go, the opportunities that you enjoy, the challenges you enjoy are always determined by these gatekeepers. And I hope you are aware that the potency of every gate or every gatekeeper 
is embedded in an altar. What makes the work or the operations of gatekeepers very solid, very effective, is the presence of an altar. So when the elder sits at the gate, there are certain systems that enforces their pronouncements. There are certain mechanisms that enforces these verdicts. And it doesn't matter how long these verdicts were pronounced. As long as these operational mechanisms are working, these verdicts will stand the test of time. Our next prayer point. At least for now, we know that as long as we are in certain communities, certain offices, attend certain churches, we come from certain hometowns, we come from certain family homes, we own totems and clients, there is a possibility that a transactional verdict are upon us. And these transactional verdicts are being created by the gatekeepers. You cannot deal with the words of the, you cannot just reverse the words of the gatekeeper without dealing with the altar. Because if we just leave it as it is now, these gatekeepers, these elders, can pronounce certain judgments again, and it will have effect upon God's people. So, placing our hands on our head, sorry today. We're going to deploy the blood of Jesus Christ. To neutralize the potency of any demonic altar enforcing these verdicts. A transaction verdict has already been pronounced upon you. Of your destiny has already been decided. So the very first day you said I do to your partner, it was the day the fate of that marriage was decided. And it's been years. There hasn't been any manifestation of whatever you are trusting God for. A certain hidden altar that enforcing and it's enforcing these things. Can you please place your right hand on your head? Let's quickly take this prayer point. Father, tonight in the name of Jesus. We deploy the blood of Jesus Christ to neutralize the potency of any demonic altar 
that is unfolding these evil verdicts against us in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, tonight in the name of Jesus, we deploy your blood, neutralize the potency, oh God, of any evil altar that is enforcing these verdicts right now against God's people. Father, tonight uh, we stand on the authority of your word uh, as we deplore the mystery of the blood to neutralize, oh God, uh, any demonic altar that is enforcing uh, these evil verdicts uh, against your people now. Can you lift up your voice of God and declare, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, uh, we deplore the sprinkling blood of Jesus uh, to neutralize the God uh, in the demonic altar that is enforcing uh, these verdicts right now. In the name of Jesus, I will deplore uh, the blood of Jesus Christ into your hometown. I will deplore the blood of Yeshua into any place uh, that is of interest to you. Uh, I will deplore your voice. Uh, Jesus, 
Can you lift up your voice and begin to pray? Tonight, the word of the Lord, that oh God, we deploy your blood, 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 let your blood neutralize, oh God, the prophecy of everything that is ever. That is Ma ta 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 
Bless you. Jesus. Well, Lord. We have Jesus. more praise. We have more praise. Praise. Another transactional event. Okay. Alex, all know the story between him and Mordecai. But something happened. Haman was consumed with hatred. And with Haman, the transactional verdict was not only for the destruction of Mordecai, but for the entire race. Do you know that somebody can just go and execute a transaction verdict that will not only affect you that will affect everyone that is connected to you everyone that is connected to you everyone that is connected to you so when you read the verse seven eight and nine you'll be sad especially the verse nine you might try and see if you could get us the verse nine of esther chapter three 
some of these Jews were living their life somewhere. They were having their own life. They were having fun. Little did they know that somebody is paying for a certain verdict of death, a certain verdict of destruction to be enforced upon them. You see the wickedness in this world. You see the wickedness in this world. So just imagine, as for you, that you are in your home, minding your own business. Your cousin somewhere can call somebody to activate a certain transactional verdict that can cause the demise of the whole family. So tonight I've just been asking questions. If men can pay, and this thing, what Hemant did, it is so common in our dispensation. But we hear most of these cases. At least when you interview, those are the prisons. Somebody paid for, for me to be here. I had an issue with a big man. And he manipulated the system. So if it had happened in the Bible, don't you think it can happen in our time? By then, Esther was also somewhere enjoying her glorious opportunities God has made available to her. Hema's issue was with Monkaya. It had, not, it had nothing to do with Esther. It had nothing to do with the Jews. My brother, maybe someone has an issue with your parents. The issue is an issue between your father and a person's father. It could be your brother and the person's brother. Do you know that even your partners, somebody in your partner's bloodline, can cause this transaction verdict to be activated against you. And you just because you are married to that bloodline can also become a victim. Because these things are not fair. So just imagine Alberta is very quiet, minding her own business. Then Alberta's sister just goes somewhere and somebody feels that the sister has disrespected him as a result of that. He's going to punish Alberta who is minding her own business somewhere. And it happened. That is why this prayer point you cannot joke with it. Some of us, it could be a verdict of death. See, you're not going in a judgment to be there. So, say, Emrebi Bababa, you do have a point to say, Emrebi Bababa, you bet your head, oh, no, you Emrebi Bababa, I said, we were two of my wife, 
Do we have somebody with the communion wine? See, you people at times when I talk to your matter, and I call yourself. Last time, the communion wine, I bought Dr. Ralph to live here. He even kept it for me a box, my own money. I use it for some of you. One of the sessions, I told you that you people should help me buy another one. You don't see me. What's it in your communion wine? You have somebody with the communion wine. Somebody with the communion wine. We need seven at the go. You have somebody here. Are they? Okay, let's try and do it this way. Can we get seven people with communion wine? Sending the iPad. See that I cannot be heard or what? Now, oh, Martin, I won't see me. Now, Martin, I won't see me. What are we going to do? So we need six more. We need six more. The mama ministry in the crowd. Hello, Apostle, I have it. So we have two. We need five. Please, I have all the six, please. Hey, Adam, what are they? <laughs> please, may I know your name? Perpetual, please. Why do you sell communion wine? <laughs> no, Apostle. <laughs> I use them at home. I think, I think we have to pay for her. Please, how much is one? Also, I don't. I bought them in bulk. I don't know. I mean, how much did you pay for yours? Um, I also bought a carton, so I'm not sure how much. I need. So this is what you are going to do because when I, I, if it is my communion wine, I don't mind using it. But somebody buying says communion wines and using it. I don't feel right. I don't. I'm also pleased. Right. Is so, it the bottle or the 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 cup one? Ah, the bottle. Now cup again. Hey, madam. Hey, hey, Yes, okay. Yes, of course. Is it the cup or the bottle? The bottle. I have only one. If it's the cup, then I have. Wow. Ah. Ah. Yes. 
Hoy se ven como. Hoy se ven como. Eh, this is the cup one. I think they look at you. And uh, uh, you do one more minute. You people, what's a big one? You're going to change your mom. I know so be echo. Because to go. Relocated to Togo. My ministry in the day. We say in February 7. Boom. Maybe we are coming. Those times when people cry, you used to send me a communion wine. More from my mom, mom, let me to be so. So I think we have to end because we cannot pray this prayer without executing that prophetic act. And unfortunately, too, we couldn't get seven of our people to give us, to volunteer with their own. Maya says he has one. So we have three, the remaining four. I mean the bottle one. Uh, so I think we have to end the session. God willing tomorrow. I just want you to think about the payment services, yes, one. So that is four, right? Remaining three. But your the communion ones that you you points you have, it should be unused though. It's not the one you have used it. It shouldn't be the one you have opened it. I'm going over. Heyman, Mokaya story. So Abna, just imagine. You're minding your own business. Your husband goes to work, and somebody is not comfortable with how your husband spoke to and the person is able to pay take this and destroy everybody that is connected to your husband maybe by then you cry you are even eating your food it's well there Then let's do it this way. Tomorrow, everybody should get a communion one. But right now, if I say I am going to, I cannot buy the box. So everybody should get a communion one tomorrow. Not obeying any day. Why? Everybody should. Okay, so God willing tomorrow. Sorry, I couldn't get what I needed to continue with the prayers. We had two 
powerful prayers to pray. So just ponder over the Haman story. Let's be praying. God willing, tomorrow we're going to tackle it in. Going to tackle it in. Tackle it very well. Somebody can even go and give money to and invoke a river. When we went to Kumasi, I think there was one of our administration. They use, um, I think, X, X, look at X3, the apathy. I'm going to come up with this one thought, quote. There's one thought. They invoked a river god, goddess. And the mandate was given. Take this and do this against them. And that day, the deliverance that we suffered there. <laughs> so we have to end now. God willing, sorry, God willing tomorrow. So try, try, try as much as possible to get communion once tomorrow. At least if we're able to get seven would have continued but unfortunately the proper communion one we have is i think only two or three out of the four so let's see what god will do for us god willing tomorrow uh i may ask why shouldn't the network be buying it communion why not network conform why is out when it comes to money the times not. We did just a number when I did your whole. So the one that has to use it, you get it. You more herself, then use it. At least at the end of the day, whatever rewards outcomes will come to him or her. So we'll continue God willing tomorrow morning, tomorrow evening. Don't forget that 28, 29th, 30th, we'll six. The six first, mommy asks, are we going to meet during the Christmas? We are going to meet for prayers, but it is just going to be for uh, one hour. I'm sure um, we would post something within this week. So the Christmas, it starts from, is it 24? Right, the Christmas. Abna, does it start from 24th or 25th? It starts from 24th too because we do some things with the oh, okay. So, maybe so 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th, we'll be having. A one hour, one hour prayer session. Maybe to be from seven to eight. Seven to eight. We will decide. Then you can use the remaining hours to celebrate. At least we could have gone on break, but you know, 
Satan will not go on break. And as an intercessor, the days that we are very, very active spiritually, it's when you people are celebrating. It's, that country is very, very toxic. You cannot even celebrate because your eyes should be all over the place. Because within that season, people are very, very vulnerable. So 24th, according to our beta, 25th, 26th, 27th. Twenty-seven to a holiday, twenty-seven. Okay, we just meet for one hour prayer, one hour prayer. Then twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, up to our normal programming. Then on the thirtieth, we meet in person at the Legon Anglican Church. It's a prayer retreat. It is for those who feel that they cannot enter twenty twenty-four with certain heavy loops. May the peace of God be with us all as we do have somebody joining us for the first time. We have somebody joining us for the first time. Please, if you are here and tonight is the first time fellowshipping with us, can you please introduce yourself? I would love to pray for you. I don't think we have a newcomer. Okay. So thank you. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, Good night. Good night. God bless you.